Hey folks, uh, grab a hold of your Bible. We're going to open the scriptures together. You know, the book of Hebrews, there's a really strong encouragement in the book of Hebrews about don't forsake uh, gathering uh, mm-hmm. and don't forsake the public reading of scripture. You know, that's there's something very powerful about opening the Bible and proclaiming the scriptures. Mm-hmm. There's a supernatural dynamic that as it's proclaimed that yeah. the hearts of people are opened up to the reality of Jesus uh, mm. beyond what we can even see sometimes. And so uh, we're committed to that, to gathering and to reading the scriptures together. So get your Bible. Mm. We're going to read soon from Luke chapter 19. Luke chapter 19. So you might want to get that ready. While you're doing that, uh, we just want to give you a quick recap. Last Sunday, we started for the first Sunday of 2021, we started a little series of conversations in regards to our discipleship with Jesus Mm. called Keeping It Simple. Man, we live in a complex time. Mm. It's like the smallest things are really complex decisions these days. Mm. And so we're just trying to help bring back our focus to the simplicity and the centrality of a life of discipleship with Jesus as Lord. And we want to remind ourselves of that and start ourselves out in this year with all of the swirl of, uh, you know, world events and Mm. conversations that, that are happening both globally, nationally, locally, and even in our own homes and hearts. There's such a swirl of conversation. And it's into the midst of that that the Holy Spirit is reminding us again, hey, keep it simple. Mm. Don't get lost in the complexity Mm. of everything that's going on. And uh, last week, we talked about how Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul was talking about how, uh, you know, the world offers all of this wisdom. wisdom, uh, And it's a wisdom that seems to be here today and then... It's discarded within a few months and it's like, oh, that's, that's so last year, that's so last <laughs> week. This is now the wisdom mm. of what life and culture and the world says uh, we, we should be giving ourselves to. Mm. And yet Paul challenges that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 and he just says, hey guys, uh, there's, there's all of that fashionable wisdom of the world or there's the ancient wisdom of God that the world has actually been Mm -hmm. founded on. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how Jesus is the manifestation of the ancient wisdom of God, who is the word of God, um, that through Jesus, all Mm -hmm. things have been made. And so it's a great reminder from Paul to say, hey, come back to the simplicity of Mm -hmm. Jesus. And last week, we reminded ourselves of what, what would it look like for us in this year to begin our discipleship journey with Jesus by keeping it simple? And we talked about four little things. We talked about stepping towards God, not trying to take the whole, you know, hundred yards in one leap, but just one step, one step towards God in this last week. And then we spoke about one step towards other people. We also spoke about one step towards gathering, intentionally gathering with Jesus as people, mm. just like we're doing right here, right now online. Yeah. And we also spoke about one step towards 
generosity. And in particular, mm. we focused on the gifts of the Holy Spirit that God's endowed your life with yeah. and reactivating those mm. as you begin a new year and stepping towards those mm. things. So how did you go? That's our big question of the week. How did you go mm. with keeping it simple by taking a step towards God, mm. towards people, towards... Um, uh, gathering with other people of Jesus and mm. towards kingdom generosity. Well, how did you go, Nick? Um, I, yeah, when I was reflecting on those points, you know, I I look at all four of them and they. it's also about balancing your time and giving up your yeah. time for those things. Some of them are easier than others. Um you know, stepping towards people who, who need help, you know, certainly loved ones and family members. We did that during this week because they needed help. And, you know, in some way, those things are quite easy. Mm-hmm. Um, in other ways, you know, we have to intentionally step out and choose to use our time that way. Um, and one of the things I did this week um, was because I'm on holidays and I didn't, I don't have a very tight time frame was actually I spent a lot more time with God than I usually do and you know reading his word sitting in his presence and praying um and just just seeing that you know how that made me feel um and and stepping away from looking at what's in the media and what's happening in the world and, and stepping towards God and saying, well, what's your heart for this world right now? Because it does seem like it's, it's in quite a state, uh, but probably no more different than any other of the many generations that That's have right. gone before us. Uh, they're just different complexities. And so um, I found that incredibly um, powerful and calming for my spirit to just sit in that place with God and ask him about his world rather than um, take my reading from the media. So that's one thing I worked on was stepping more towards God. And because I had the time this week being on holidays, but um, yeah, I found it really, really good. And just, yeah, working a little bit on each of those others as we go. Awesome. Uh, Mm. One of the ones in regards to stepping towards people this week like Nicole said, we, we chose to use a little bit of our annual leave time and we went and had a cup of tea with some, some folk and it was wonderful. Just time of fellowship with them, mm. hearing what God's doing in their life. We were yeah. able to share what God's doing in our life and then, um, you know, just received a little message from them through the course of the week after that saying, thank you so much for sharing your time with me. Mm. And I was, And on one level, it's like, that wasn't hard, easy, yeah. but on another level, it's like, actually, you've got to be intentional in this discipleship journey because mm-hmm. to step towards God and to, is, is to step away from mm. uh, not being with God. To step towards people is to step out from uh, isolation and mm-hmm. self. To step towards gathering with others means I have to choose to actually leave behind my isolation to connect with a greater Mm. community to step towards generosity means actually stepping away from passivity 
and so this year, as we're starting the year, we just want to remind everyone, keep, let's keep it simple, one yeah. step at a time in the power of the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, we're going to talk a little bit more about a few more simple little steps. Mm. So grab your Bible, Luke chapter 19. We're going to read verses 1 through 10. And again, this is one of my all-time faves. I love this encounter that Jesus has with a guy called Zacchaeus, tax collector. He's a Jewish guy. He's kind of like part of the family, but he's also got his hand in the, you know, out with regards to the, the state and the government. And so he's doing deals there and doing deals here. And so he's, he's, he's loved and hated kind of character. <laughs> and um, he comes to town and Jesus wants to meet with him. So Luke 19, mm. 1 through 10. Yeah. Thanks, Nicole. Let's read this together. So I'm reading from the NIV version. Luke 19, 1 to 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacharias. He was a chief tax collector and was wealthy. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was short, he could not see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed the sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. All the people saw this and began to mutter, he's gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Great account. I love it how when Jesus enters into someone's life space, all of a sudden there's an invitation to transformation about mm -hmm. who they are, the resources mm -hmm. of their life, their relationship with their community, and especially the heart of God for the poor and those that have been uh, with injustice against them. It's like mm -hmm. it's a great account. But the big the big thing that we want you to catch out of reading this this morning, out of reading the scriptures, is the invitation to keeping it simple that mm. actually God has an agenda for our life. Mm. Simply put this year, God has an agenda yeah. for our life and it's to make us more like Jesus. Mm. That's the big idea from today, okay, that we're mm. going to go away with. And, and we're going to try and keep this year focused on the fact that God wants to make us more like mm. Jesus, more like the Son of God, because in doing so, he mm. actually shows us who we truly are and the life we've been saved mm. to live. Now, our good friend um, Phil Mason from down at the, the Tribe Church down in Byron Bay, love Phil and Maria and the guys down there. Phil has, um, has made this quote, and this is a great one. Listen to this. Phil says, Every time we receive... A deeper revelation of the heart of God, 
we're gaining a greater vision of God's agenda for our own life. Just think about that for a second. Mm. When we sit down and we take the time to Mm. engage with God and we have a revelation experience of who he is and his character, Mm. his love, his ways, his transforming power, Mm. Phil's saying God's actually inviting us into an agenda where God is showing us exactly who he wants to make our life to be like as well. Um, A great way to... um, phrase that is used let's use Paul's words in uh, Romans 8 verse 29 in um, in the message version let Mm. me quickly read this to you he says God knew what he was doing from the very beginning Mm. he decided from the outset to shape the lives of those who love him along the same lines as Mm. the life of his son the son stands in the First in, in, first in the line of humanity that he restored. Mm. We see the original and intended shape of our lives right there in Jesus. Isn't that a great... I, mm. I think that's a great phraseology that mm. Peterson's used in Romans eight twenty nine. If you get a hold of that one again, go back and see mm. it in the message version. But that also describes exactly what's happened to Zacchaeus. So the big idea... Mm. For today, as we start, you know, this Keep It Simple series at the mm-hmm. start of another year in our discipleship is Jesus, uh, God wants to shape us to be like Jesus. Mm-hmm. So here's a few little ways that um, you, I think the Holy Spirit wants to mm-hmm. sort of provoke and promote mm-hmm. uh, conversation for us this week with regards to keeping it simple and mm-hmm. being made like Jesus. So what's, what's mm. one for you from you? So um, first step, um, learning to think like Jesus thinks. In 1 Corinthians 2, 16, it says, For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? But who has known the mind of the Lord yep. so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. And I just love particularly um, in that verse, about Zacchaeus is that you know he he didn't know really who Jesus was but he'd heard of him he had there was this growing hunger in him and the moment he met Jesus his thinking changed right he suddenly went oh I need to make everything right where I have possibly made wrong you know he needed he wanted a revelation of you know where I've done the wrong thing Jesus I want to make it completely right and so he, you know, in that Jesus coming to him and being known by Jesus, his thinking changed. And I think that's incredibly powerful. In 1 Corinthians 2.10, Paul talks about that, you know, who, who knows the thoughts of a person? Own, only our own spirit knows those thoughts. And the same too, it is of God. He says that the spirit of God knows the thoughts of God. And so we have the Spirit of God living inside of us. So for me, that says we have access to the thoughts of God through the power of the Holy Spirit that indwells in us. So there's this capacity and the power that's living within us to be able to think like Jesus thinks. And so learning how to do that learning how to, whenever we are facing something during the week, 
You know, what does Jesus think of that? How would he respond to that? And think on those thoughts. And out of our thoughts, our actions flow. Yeah. You know, that's a good point you bring up, Nicole. Like so often we are very quick to dismiss our thoughts. Mm. And particularly when we're pursuing God for answers or direction or wisdom, often we're so quick to dismiss our thoughts when what you just taught us is so true Mm. that, that, you know, Paul says, hey guys, the Holy Spirit lives in you and the Holy Spirit is... um, knows the mind of God Mm. and so I I guess I want to encourage us Mm. all um, don't be quick to dismiss your thought life particularly Mm. when you're in the context of stepping towards God yeah listen to those thoughts grab those first thoughts often Mm. it's the Holy Spirit speaking to us and saying here's your answer here's Mm. what you need to do go and do this or go and say Mm. that um, now, that really does press another issue in terms of learning to think like Jesus thinks. It's interesting how at, at the end of that moment with Zacchaeus, Jesus uses these words about Zacchaeus. He says, um, because in verse 9, he says, because this man, meaning Zacchaeus, mm. he too is a son of Abraham. And so what Jesus is saying is, This guy has got it. He understands Mm. his identity in who God's made him to be. And he's starting to think like that. He's starting to, Mm. and from that thinking, he's living out his thinking Mm. um, as a son, as a child of God. And so this week, um, we want to encourage you as well that trust your thinking. Because you have the thoughts of Christ, mm. the mindset of Jesus living in you by the power and the person of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And if you start questioning that, mm. that's okay. But what that does is it reveals the degree to which we have actually stepped into the fullness of our adoption as the children of God. We know our Father and we know his, who he says we are, and we live from that place. So I want to, you know, we want to encourage you this week in the in the the big agenda of God making us like Jesus, learning to think like Jesus yeah. thinks. That's a that's a that's a really good one. Um, what, one other one I'd like to mention is learning to forgive like Jesus mm. forgives. Oh my goodness. This is a good one. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4 verse 2 reads this. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. Um, forgiveness. It's not an often spoken about topic. It's, and that's because it's a tough one. It's a mm. tough one. But when we think about Jesus, our Lord and our King, forgiveness you know, was his last proclamation yeah. Um, before he he died and and um, and uh, and descended to the dead for three days, mm. it's it's his his last mm. words from the cross was Father, forgive them. Yeah. When his disciples asked how or people asked how often should we forgive someone, Jesus says, um, "You've heard it said, you know, seven times. I say seventy times that. It's like uh, okay, a lot. In other words, mm. what Jesus is saying." 
to be a person of the kingdom means you're going to have to get used to a lifestyle of mm. forgiveness. Wow. Well, you know, I was only praying and pondering that um, as we were putting these notes together and I was thinking back about it and, you know, an incident I had with, uh, with my son about 12 months ago and, you know, he'd, he'd done some stuff and, uh, but my response was just, let's say, very C grade. It was not really great. And, um, and then um, it was because I hadn't forgiven him and I had to then do the hard yards and go back to him and apologise, mm. own my behaviour, humble myself and then actually <clears throat> ask him to forgive me for my, the way that I'd spoken and treated mm. him. Um, forgiveness, and, and, and he extended that forgiveness to me and our relationship was great from that moment on. We were restored, mm. it was great, and we've moved on together in, in our relationship. But it was like forgiveness is a really big part of the Christian walk. Mm. And this year, I want to, uh, you know, in, in God making us more like Jesus, the Holy Spirit's probably going to lead you into a lot of learning to forgive like Jesus forgives. Mm. Uh, any relationship we're in, mm. this mm. one right here, we have to do mm. lots of forgiveness. I'm sorry I'm, mm. I didn't hear you properly or I'm sorry I assumed I that, that or I presumed <laughs> that or I did yeah. this or that. You know, it's like mm. forgiveness is mm. a way of the king and a way of the kingdom. So I want to let you know this year, as Jesus, yeah. God makes you more like Jesus, forgiveness is part of, the, part of the journey. Yeah. I mean, look, you know, we could preach a whole series of messages on yeah. forgiveness. True that. We're doing a very brief <laughs> overview here. Very, very brief. Um, but I think that, especially that verse, Ephesians 4, you know, it's talking about um, forgiveness and bearing with one another in love that ultimately yeah. it's it's that love relationship that that draws us into forgiveness and if it's not the love relationship with the person that helps you do that you know for me personally I find my love for Jesus compels me into yeah. that place of forgiveness so I might still be finding it hard to love the person that um, you know I need to forgive but it's that compelling love of Jesus that says, it. you know, actually, I want to be transformed. I want to be like you, Jesus. And so you say, I need to do this. Help me to do that. Help me. And it's often a process. So we're not trying to minimalize that here. Um, but we are saying it's a really important step to being shaped to be like Jesus. Um, which, do you want me to go to the fourth one? No, we might. Do you want me to leave that? Time, okay, yeah. great. All right, so we have two yep. more steps, but perhaps we'll do that at another time. Yeah, <laughs> maybe next week. We'll see how we go. <laughs> but yeah, so, so this week in your discipleship of being shaped, God's big agenda, yeah. to shape us into people of Jesus, mm. um, knowing our true identity, those two areas this week, learning to think mm. like Jesus thinks and learning to forgive like Jesus forgives. That's just two, yeah. keep it simple um, steps yes. in our discipleship for 2021. Um, so we're just going to pray now and we just want to invite you to join us as we um, 
mm. as we close off in prayer. And then mm. there's a few things I just want to say on the back end of this. Yeah. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather together as your church family uh, in this way. Mm. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that you've been uh, ministering your love and your, your peace and your, um, your, the power of your invitation to mm. everyone that's online listening. Yes. Wow, God, you've got such a big agenda for our life to sh- make us like Jesus. And yet that big agenda is, is experienced through mm. one small step towards you after the next. And so I just pray, Father, for our whole family, our whole PRV family and mm-hmm. friends that might be tuned in today mm-hmm. or watching this back later. Mm-hmm. I pray, mm-hmm. Lord, that so the awesome. keep it simple, mm-hmm. one step after the other, following you, Lord Jesus, through the complexity of this um, age and the time in which we live. We pray that, um, Holy Spirit, you'd empower each and every one of them. Mm. Fill them with joy along the way. Fill them with that sense of, yes, Lord, thank you. I can see I'm becoming more like you. 